Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. I'll fix it post. <laughs> yeah, you, you did really do a jazz countdown of a, a yeah. one and a two. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I like this part where we're like, hey, buddy, how you been? Like, we weren't just talking for 25 minutes before yeah. we record. About, yeah, about we the stuff that won't, <laughs> non-show worthy topics. <laughs> yeah, we got to get all our uh, personal gossip out of the way. Mm-hmm. How you doing, uh, man? You know... It's it was a week. Mm-hmm. I had a week. Bad. Uh, I don't. I, I just I, combined with like the whole Roe versus Wade thing. I did not do myself favors by just laying in a hotel bed, doom scrolling the whole day. Yeah. Like I got to stop doing that, man. I got to stop just sitting there reading everybody's hot take. What is that? Do do- like, I, I'm guilty of that too. Like, when I first wake up in the morning, like many people, I'll, I mainly I check my phone just for text and voicemails and stuff. Yeah. But then inevitably it's like, well, let me go ahead and check Twitter. Let's see what's going on. And I'm like, and then yeah. 20 minutes later, I'm like, I've been laying here. This is how I start my day. It's not good. Yeah. You know what? Somebody. This and this this says how much I do it to. Somebody recommended this app called Forest, and also I saw on the Reddit somebody's talking about the app that was for road trips. That's called Audio, but A U T I O. I also haven't used that. I just thought it was a cool idea for an app. But this okay. app is called Forest, and you plant a tree, and the tr- the 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 tree dies if you leave the app. Meaning, like, if you go to some other app, the, I'm reading it right now off of the thing. Basically, it's basically you're, you're you're growing a little garden in an app. It's almost like a game, but it's a game to keep you from going to all the other stuff that's on your phone. 
But I don't know how you can't just keep the app on in the background. Like, what if I got to use maps or something? Yeah, like, so you're not allowed to ever leave that app? Or, I don't know. I downloaded the tree it dies? three weeks ago, and this is the first time opening it is right now talking to you, Dave. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, but it is, it, it. it's, just, it's trying to, it's, it's effort is to like keep, get your focus off your phone. Like the, like the, the reward of like, Oh, I grew this little forest because I ignored my phone and it grew. I don't Who knows? It kind of sounds dumb now that I'm saying it out loud, but I also bought an Apple watch just cause I wanted to see the little rings closed for exercise. I could just exercise. <laughs> I like the little, I like when the little ring closes. Wait on the tree app. It's not a real tree that's being planted. It's just a fake digital tree. Yeah, it's just like, you know, yeah, they're not connected yeah. to some indigenous peoples. <laughs> yeah, then, but who gives a shit about that then? How's that an incentive? I think it's more just a game oh, to okay. see how long you're not using. Like, the, for the very thing we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go wake up, and right away I'm going to look at Twitter. It's like, no, what if I put this stupid little tree, and let me see how long I can go without looking at that other stuff to see if mm-hmm. I can get this tree to grow. It doesn't, me explaining it, I'm sure is not selling it to anybody, mm-hmm. but it's all these little serotonin rewards. I mean, if they help, you know, if the, if the dumb little games help you to do something that's good for you, yeah. I don't see a problem with it. Outside of I, the fact that that's how the robots will control us in the future. Yeah. What about like, like you know, some people like, you're pretty much fully vegetarian, but I've heard of people like, well, on Tuesdays, I don't eat meat. So, you mm-hmm. know, at least one day a week, I'm vegetarian. I wonder if one day a week... Oh, they're called, hey, they're every- called Catholics, and that's on Fridays. <laughs> what if, like, every Tuesday, you just stuck your phone in your sock drawer, and you didn't didn't retrieve it till Wednesday? You know, what if you got into little personal habits of, like, taking a day off completely from your phone? Uh so one of those one of those tricks is uh, don't sleep in the same room as your phone. Mm-hmm. And because I like to listen to podcasts or something, that's again a good reason why to watch. Like I could just play this stuff into my headphones or my little sleep headband with the speakers in it from my watch, but I don't have all the other apps on there, you know. Mm. But yeah, like it's like oh, I have to physically get out of bed to see my phone. So just the act that like you made it out of bed, you're standing up, you're moving around. You won't be as likely to just start looking at your phone. Hmm. Yeah. Or, or you'll look at it, but you're also like, I'm also up. I'm having my coffee. I'm moving around the house. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I'm in bed. I just woke up. I'm still laying on my side looking at this shit. Like, I've had it where my... I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a pitch person for the Apple Watch, everybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, it also tracks sleep. But it's like, wow, you slept for ten and a half hours. It's like, no, I laid there for three hours looking <laughs> at my phone for part of that. Yeah, yeah. I laid totally still for three hours, but I was awake. <laughs> you and Rachel are the first people that I ever knew to uh, do the thing with your television, where you'd put uh, like a, a tapestry or something over it. I didn't know anything about that till I started seeing it. Didn't Rachel used to do that a lot? Oh, that was that was all Rachel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when she lived in her studio apartment, it was... I never looked at it that way, but it's like, oh, yeah, this giant black screen dominates the feeling in the room, whether it's yeah. on or off. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, putting a fun little fun little piece of cloth or tapestry over it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's I not that's just a good this. Idea. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the black one of the black mirrors, and it's not just looming over you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. There's there's tricks there's tricks to do it, but I think that was an old to weave ourselves back to that subject. That was some Clarence Thomas quote. I only read the quote. I had not read the article, but about like, well, the problem because I mean, this guy's turned out to be a real motherfucker mm-hmm. throughout all this. Old Clarence Thomas. Old my wife tried to fix the election, and I'm a Supreme Court judge. Get oh, fucked, dude. I don't know that story. Oh, you haven't been? Okay. No. Clarence I mean, Thomas. I, yeah. I Supreme knew him Court from Justice. the early 90s with the pubic hair on the Coke can. I remember <laughs> I remember that one. Too young to know what was going on. Don't know mm-hmm. of the legitimacy of that whole, whatever that was. But I remember that's how I know the name. Well, mm-hmm. his wife, Jenny Thomas, uh, I think has been proven that she was trying to contact people in arizona to overturn the election results as a wife of a supreme court justice wow was contacting people to she's like fucking a QAnon nutter the wife Whoa. of a supreme court justice yeah that's is a, a QAnon nutter Jeez, fucking cool cool scene dude mm-hmm. and he just his quote was like well the young people today are just more interested in their phones than they are in the U.S. Constitution. Bitch, where do you think you read the Constitution on now? Parchment paper? Mm-hmm. You fuck. You think we got to break it out of the back of a map? <laughs> National treasure stuff? <laughs> you dumb old fuck. That's where the information comes from. Yeah. Out of touch. Just fucking 65, you're fucking done in politics. You're out. You do not re- represent the population of the United States anymore. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there's a, what, there's a minimum age to be president. What's that, 35, 42, something like that? that mm, I mean, I, not to sound 40? ageist, but there should be a maximum age for public office, especially at that level. Dude, I mean, no offense. I, no offense, I, older folks. But you can't be 93 I, with making these type of decisions. It just, it just seems no. illogical. We're weeks away the fucking Biden giving a speech and when somebody forgot to wipe applesauce off his chin. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to sound ageist either, but there's there's also a reason, <clears throat> you know, a four-year-old can't work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. The same can't reason a, a, a 12-year-old can't drive a car. Yeah. Your tiny hands cannot undo the plug in my oil pan this guy's shriveled prune brain can't make executive decisions for a first world country. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'll say that. I mean, yeah. Dude. And, yeah, and we know, yeah, we know we don't have the answers, Dave, and it's it's just frustration, you know. I where's the um where's the don't tread on me crowd right now? This whole macho, nobody tells me what the fuck to do. Oh, uh, and I, I know it's a cliche, I know, but it is such a true experiment, a thought experiment. If men could get pregnant, how fucking different would this be? It's, it's a, it does seem, and self-aware, it's two white dudes talking about this issue right now. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's 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 not it's not about the it's not about two, the unborn fetuses. It's about controlling women. Two white dudes that have the yeah. common sense to never tell a woman what the fuck to do with her body, though. I mean, I'll yell at them how to drive all day long, though. <laughs> Guys, come on, trying to keep it light. Oh man, to, I'll tell you. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your uterus, but let's keep the hands at ten and two, ladies. Come on, it's comedy. It's comedy. They, they do be shocked. <laughs> they do they do be. Um, well, it's they. You know, they would say that the uh, the unborn fetus should not be tread upon. Uh, mm-hmm. But I like. I mean, uh, like uh, the Satanic Temple is kind of a bit of a troll. But I do like that they are saying, well, this is our, this is our, our religious right. But also, I'm seeing that Jewish groups, because, and again, this is just stuff I've been reading the last couple of days. Call me on my bullshit. But they were saying that in the Torah, like it says that a, that a, a person does not have a soul until they're born. So... That this this infringes this law infringes on their religious mm-hmm. rights, and uh, yeah, I just think it's uh, I think Jim Two's, you know Jim, yeah, funny dude, soup, yeah, real funny guy. It was I just some comedy? Like it was just whatever he just called America. I was like, man, we're backsliding, becomes just some uh, gun toting Bible theme park of a country. <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah. Ah, oh, uh, boy, I got, uh, I got nothing. I got nothing good to say about all that stuff. No, it's, I got no answers. So, bit, bitching without answers or bitching without solutions isn't always the greatest. So, I don't know, man. <sighs> I ate too much peanut butter earlier today. It happens. I had what? an apple. You see. Mm-hmm. And I cut, uh, I'm always intimidated by apples. I buy them, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to eat this whole apple. And Rachel's like, well, that's why you got to use the apple cutter and have slices, you know, like a toddler. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, and I'm still working on this big bucket of peanut butter. I got at Costco like like two Aprils ago. What brand? I don't think it's quite Kirkland. I think it's mm-hmm. an offshoot. I think it's okay. a... Small batch Kirkland, small batch. crunchy peanut butter, and uh, small batch, big big jar, small batch. Um, it's the whole batch. I bought the whole batch of their peanut butter. But I'm like, oh, I'll just like, Rachel's allergic to peanuts, so I can like treat this jar however I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm you not, can. I'm not, I'm not sticking my dick in or anything. But uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll just sure. dunk. I'll just, I'll just dunk. No, Dave, stop it. I don't know it's going to be that kind of party. There it is. There it is. Stick my dick in a peanut butter. Put my dick in the mashed potatoes. (laughs) Uh, So I was just dunking these wedges in there. Man, I I ate a I don't know how much. I was like, why am I full? This is one apple. I'm like, yeah, but you probably probably had a pint of peanut butter. Speaking of apples. I told I told you last week about uh, how do you offici- like them? Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm officially old now because a uh, rockabilly concert was too loud for my delicate old ears. And uh, <laughs> the other day, I decided to eat an apple and uh, didn't feel I didn't feel like going in and getting out the cutting board and all that. I uh, sure. just carved it with a 
with actually the knife you gave me, <laughs> with, uh, the old uh, cutting fruit by hand. You, you know, my dad, an apple? Yeah, my dad used to do that, where you, where you hold the apple in the left hand, and you you know you take the knife with the right hand, and you know I never sat it down on a on a board or the counter. Just yeah, I never I never really uh, got into that technique, but uh, I did it the other day. I felt like a real pioneer, dude. Yeah, real pioneer or number one daddy in West Hollywood. You out mm-hmm. there? Oh yeah, just carving an apple. <laughs> <laughs> saying howdy, saying howdy to new friends. Oh yeah, you are the unattainable goal for most of those boys out there, Dave. Dude, no Look at him shit. Just cutting an apple with a pocket knife. No, you're not daddy. You're granddaddy, Dave. You're big beefy <laughs> sauce grand granddaddy. <laughs> I get some sort of verbal or eye contact or something every single day from a stranger who's a male. Of course you Every do, day. Every day on this block. <laughs> Did they do the parade yet? Did they have the, the yeah. parade? Yeah. They, they had the uh, West Hollywood for the first time had their own parade two weeks ago. And uh, then last week was uh, the Hollywood, the, the regular L.A. one. So oh. two weeks in a row we had big pride events. Uh, Did you go right down here. for it? I was I didn't. Katie went to the uh WeHo one two weeks ago. I was mm. gonna go, but I was supposed to go to the Dodgers game with Jeff Tate and that fell through at the last minute and by that time I didn't feel like uh, you know, getting up and going down there. She had already she had already been down there with a friend, but uh, yeah. she said it was quite an event. She had <laughs> quite an event. Oh. Oh, they, it always they is. A, they have a good time, those fellas. So Yeah. Yeah, they blow it out. And and, yeah, and deservedly so. Get nuts yeah. about it. I missed it. The Chicago bunch. one was yesterday, but I was like, I checked out of the hotel and I, uh, I was like, again, I was in my mood. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go. I got my luggage. I'm not going to haul that up to the north side to see the parade and out to the airport. So, but I seen like the runoff. I was staying downtown and seeing everybody like out and about. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was, it's just good. It's good vibes, man. Much okay, needed good vibes. So you did. I I misunderstood you off the air. Uh, so you didn't stay with Pat and Deb. You, you got your own room, your own. Hotel uh, no, room? I was. Yeah, I was in the suburbs for the first part of last week. Oh, okay. Monday to Wednesday, and then I was in the city Thursday to yesterday. Gotcha, gotcha. How'd uh, how'd the trip go? It went. <laughs> it came and went. <laughs> it came and went. It happened in my life. Yeah, no, I, and I apologize if anybody was. The show Saturday got canceled. A lot of a lot of punk rock drama in that Chicago scene. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm not touching it. You yep. know, I got I got relationships on both sides of the fence uh, mm-hmm. with the, the the warring factions. So I'll leave it alone. But I'll say some uh, some pretty unprofessional behavior uh, reared its ugly head, and that's why really? there was no show Saturday. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it just mm-hmm. sucked. I was looking forward to it. I think especially after Friday, you know, that kind of scene, a uh, 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 pretty, uh, you know, obviously a very leftist scene could probably use some sort of release. I'll focus on the positive. I saw the copyrights and the ergs Thursday night at Cobra Lounge. It was supposed to be another band, Chinese Telephones. They got COVID. Singer of the mm-hmm. band I was supposed to play with all week and got COVID. That's where they canceled. But that show was great. Oh, man. The copyrights and the ergs. Mikey Erg. Fucking. Huh. Dude plays drums. You go to Fest in Gainesville. The guy's in like seventeen bands. How you spell that band name? E R G S. E R G S. Exclamation point. Okay. 
Yeah, and that guy just, he's in every other band doing something. Just talented mm-hmm. dude, but like <clears throat> playing super fun, power pop, like pop punk, and then just busts into Tush by ZZ Top, and everybody's oh. like, fuck it, yeah! Like, everybody's super excited. That's a good uh, one. Yeah, yeah, and all, like, and not like sloppy, like making fun of it, like competently, like, oh, we're good musicians, we're gonna do this. And the copyrights are just, they were great. Vacation Bible School was a band I played with Friday night. I'm upset that I slept on them for as long as I did. They they sounded really good. Great band name. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, let's uh, focus on the positives. I went to a Chicago Dogs game. Who are they? A little mi- minor league baseball. Okay, minor league. Tell, Do you know uh, Dave, which organization? Dave, is there, well, this is the thing I was going to ask. What's the difference between minor league and AAA? Um, AAA is a subset of minor league. Uh, in minor league, you've got – traditionally, you have single A, double A, and triple A, and that's just mm-hmm. the uh, – like a, a guy who gets drafted right out of high school or college, they'll usually start them out in triple A. And then maybe you play a half a season or a season there, and if you're good, they'll bump mm-hmm. you up to double A. And then if you know you play a little bit there, and then you, they'll bump you up to triple A. Triple A is the last stop okay. before the big leagues. So, and then there's other. They have like rookie ball, and they have you know winter ball and Mexican league. But traditionally, you have single A, double A, triple A, and then the major leagues, or nicknamed the big leagues. Okay, yeah, because there this just says independent professional baseball. Okay. Well, they're part of the American Association Professional Baseball League, an uh-huh. official partner league of Major League Baseball. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And usually, you know, any minor league team is is an affiliate of one of the thirty major league teams. That's so. the the Hillsboro Hops. I think are the Diamondbacks affiliate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you'll see that logo pop. But then the Portland Pickles. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm having a good time following their Instagram account because <clears throat> the gal. Always has like a lav mic, which if you don't know, those are little tiny clip-on mics. Have you seen like videos of people holding up what looks like a regularly shaped microphone, but it's a miniature to like get cats purring and stuff? No, no. <laughs> I think they've, they've, made, they've modeled like, like an SM58 is the mic used on stage at all the shows uh-huh. for comedy, usually. Like it's a sure, yeah. like yeah. your traditional microphone. Mm-hmm. They made tiny versions of that. Because obviously you know what a lav mic is, Dave, like mm-hmm. the clip-on yeah. microphones. Mm-hmm. But they made a miniature version, so it looks like you're conducting a very small interview with somebody. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you'll hold these. I see. I saw them in cat videos first. But this nice. lady just has like that, but she just holds it next to a pickle, like a real pickle, <laughs> like the pickles in the microphone. <laughs> She does. She does seem rather intoxicated every time she's interviewing a player. And uh, it's a good time. And some of the comics here are the announcers. I have not made it to a Pickles game, but I will be getting there soon. Oh, and they are um, a collegiate wood bat team. Okay. Okay. So I don't know where that ranks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard they're, to keep up. <laughs> they're affiliated with the Wild Wild West League. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. You had fun at the game? And the other teams in that league are the Portland Pickles, the Portland Gherkins, Gresham Gray Wolves, and the Westland Knights. All right. Um, yeah, I did. It was uh, – it wasn't an incredibly – it was also uh, 100 degrees and change. Oof. Which it was here, too. I left, and it was, like, 
gray in the 60s last week. Now I'm back. It's like 100 degrees. I got the window open here. I'm just I'm just greasy and sweating. <laughs> I got, I got Rachel. I got Rachel getting me new skincare regimen from Sephora now. I got to do something about these pores. I got self conscious about my, the pores in my nose. Like, what do pores I do about this? Nose. She's like, she's like, do you trust me to just go get? I don't know where she's going. Zara, Sephora's. Mm-hmm. Where's the spot for the skincare? Kiehl's. Anyway, know. but it was just hot as shit. I went with the. We get there and it's a, it was a day game. It was eleven a.m. game. Mm-hmm. Whole stadium was just summer camps. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's all just groups of kids in different colored shirts. Like, oh, whatever, no big deal. Stadium's full. They're not paying attention, but there's people uh-huh. there. Fourth inning, all of them leave. Really? By the yeah, fourth or fifth. Maybe huh. a little later. But still, like the last two or three innings, there was maybe and this is a this is called Impact Field. It is a sixty three hundred seat field. Last two or three innings, I'd say maybe 50 people in the whole place. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to be an enthusiastic player when it's 100 degrees out and it's an empty stadium. Also, they're playing against the Milwaukee Milkmen, whose uniform was all black. Oh. I'm like, bad choice, fellas. Oh, yeah. And they were kind of losing to them for a while. I'm like, you lose to these dudes that are playing in all black in 100 degrees heat? You deserve to lose. <laughs> they pull it out at the end, though. Dogs pull it out at the end. That's one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld is when George is working in the uh, front office for the Yankees, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he gets the bright idea to... Uh, How about cotton? <laughs> cotton, and then they, they shrink in the wash, and yeah. all the players come out, their uniforms are too small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, good times, buddy. What's, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, what? Sorry, wasn't a great trip. But you know, as much as you travel, you're bound to run into some of those. Hey, man, it was. Yeah, it was my own bullshit. What's uh? How was your week? What did you do all this past week? Oh man, for one day I was. I felt like I was on death's door. I went and got boosted uh, in an anticipation oh. of my uh, Hawaiian vacation. I want to go ahead and get that I out should, of the way. I got to get one of those. It kicked my ass. It kicked my really? ass hard. Yeah, I got uh, got boosted on Wednesday. And uh, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, felt fine, nothing. Got up Thursday morning, was doing my, doing my thing. And literally, I, I did the math, like right at the 24-hour mark. Got boosted at noon on Wednesday. And uh, Thursday morning, I'm driving around doing some errands. Right around lunchtime, just hit me like a ton of bricks, like just body aches, just zero energy, weird headaches. And uh, for like 24 hours, man, I just came home and just laid in the bed all afternoon. Yeah, and uh, just napping in and out, you know, watching movies. Just I, I, I do like that sometimes, whether if I'm 
a little under the weather or just feeling lazy, but I love a good daytime nap session with something on in the background that I've kind of fallen in and out of. But uh, yeah, kick my ass bad for like a day. And then, you know, Friday back to normal, just felt fine. But uh, yeah, Katie and I both knocked her on her ass too. But uh, yeah, I'm boosted. I I want to go get one. Tell me, don't you don't have to be polite. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, a one of those "Am I the asshole?" questions. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't wearing my mask on the plane. Yeah, What's your I mean, take on that on a plane, man. On a plane, I'd probably prefer to wear my mask, even if COVID didn't exist. Just yeah. I'm always a little weirded out by planes and all the. Of course, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, like with most things. But I just assumed that. Just all, but then I, maybe you mentioned something about the the way they recycle the air. I'm looking. I'm looking up. I'm going to the boards right now. Filter the air in there. But I've always like decades before COVID. I've always thought like, Ugh, this just feels weird, trapped in this big metal tube with all these strangers. So on the plane a- is. Now that being said, I I have barely worn a mask in a year. Like I'll admit, I I went to those. I go to concerts and don't wear a mask. Yeah. I go to the store and don't wear a mask because I just feel like, hey, we did that. I I served my time. I did what I was supposed to do, and then I got vaccinated and boosted, and I should be good to go, right? But um, it's that's how I. It's like, all right, I've trusted the government on the first part of this of get mm-hmm. the vaccine, wear the mask. Then the yeah. government says, okay, you don't have to do that anymore. Well, why is it now that I choose to distrust the government? Mm-hmm. And would it be hypocritical for me, for the people that didn't trust them in the first place? Like, no, I'm going to, okay, they said do this. I did it. They say mm-hmm. I don't have to anymore. Now I'm not doing it. Now mm-hmm. it's a personal choice and I'm not doing it. Yeah. Also, according to National Geographic, there's a info about the air is pumped from the ceiling into the cabin at a speed of about a yard per second. Okay. And uh, and sucked out again below the window seats. Hmm. Oh, so if you get... Now, everybody wants a window seat. That's where everybody's dirty exhaust is going. Uh, hmm. About 40% of a cabin's air gets filtered through this HEPA system. The remaining 60% is fresh air and piped in from the outside of the plane. Hmm. So it's it's filtered through a HEPA thing and then six and then fresh. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it's circulated. I was, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm ashamed I don't know the answer to this. But with the vaccination and with the boosters, does that mean that it's harder for me to contract COVID, or does it just mean I still could get it? The same, I still have the same chance of getting it, but now it just doesn't. It's not effective. It's not a big deal. Like, are people who are vaccinated and boosted, are they getting COVID still? Yes. Okay, so you can still get COVID. I know that sounds dumb. I Rachel should got this. it. Okay, yeah. So you it can just still doesn't get hit it. you. It just doesn't hit you nearly as bad. It's just not as big of a deal. Okay. Because I know, yeah, my my friend who didn't get vaccinated got it and was like, Dog shit for two weeks. <clears throat> Rachel got it, and she was just kind of like, meh, didn't feel good for a couple of days. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, that's that's why it, it lessens the effects of it. 
So yeah, got boosted, but I'm I'm feeling good now. Also, yeah. do not take your medical advice from comedians who have podcasts. <laughs> no oh. matter who, do not take medical advice from dipshits like us yeah. and other company. Had uh, literally some of the worst barbecue I've ever had in my life the other day. This is what I want to hear about, Dave. I don't want to hear Ab- about you enjoying a meal again. I want to hear you drag a bitch. Absolutely <laughs> fucking trash, dude. <laughs> fucking trash. What was it? I'm not a bunch of I'm, rat I'm, bones I'm, covered in ketchup. <laughs> I'm reluctant to to out the uh, the restaurant. Although I did out them on. The new episode of Dave's Kitchen on the Boogie Monster Patreon. So I tell you what, yeah. if, if you want to get, if you want to uh, ID the uh, culprit, um, check out the latest uh, episode of Dave's Kitchen on. Would our I, Boogie would Monster I know Patreon. what? Would I know where it is? You probably wouldn't, since you've been. I'll tell you what, it, it wasn't my beloved Moosecraft, it wasn't my beloved Bloodsoes, but there's another trendy barbecue player in Los Angeles. And here's the thing, too. Like, are they new? I, I, I've eaten. Uh, I, th- I think they've been around a couple of years. I've I've had my fair share of shitty barbecue, and sometimes, you know, it happens. But like when you see these trendy barbecue, and they got you know thousands of Instagram followers, and they're the new hip trendy, and it's like this is fucking dog shit. You guys suck. <laughs> Worst fucking. All right, smoked wings. Was craving some smoked chicken wings. And uh, on the menu, they call them smoked wings. Now, I don't know for a fact. I didn't go and investigate their their setup. But if they smoked these wings, they fucking did a terrible job because I could not detect a smidgen of smoke. They does were, this happen to be near uh, Crescent Heights? And, does this happen to be near Crescent Heights and Third Street? It absolutely does, Kyle. That's exactly okay. who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Go fuck yourself with your trendy <laughs> one-word name. <laughs> fucking. It was that bad, shit. huh? It was so fucking bad. They were poorly grilled chicken wings, which I don't mind a grilled chicken wing if you do it right. They couldn't even do that. So not only were they not smoked wings, they were poorly grilled. Just fucking char grill. Just throw them on there and fucking see what happens. And I also got the pulled pork. Guarantee you that shit came straight out of a fucking oven. Not a not a stick of wood ever even came within a quarter mile mm. of that fucking pork shoulder. Like just totally pedestrian, generic ass shit being sold as like authentic, trendy barbecue. Fucking S a D. S a D. Like <laughs> and it- I'm sorry, like I don't want to out I, I I have I love mom and pops and I you know like, ugh. but you're you're fucking advertising this shit as barbecue, and like I said, I don't know. Uh, you know, if, if the owner was here today, he might say, "Look and look, asshole." Which well, if you're smoking it, then you're not doing it well enough. So either you're not smoking it at all, or you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Either way, are you an idiot or an asshole? Which one is it? Because either way, if, go if, fuck yourself, and I want my money back. If you were, if you were, if you were to like go, listen, man, I got a new review of the Museum of Modern Art, and it was full mm. of shit. I'd be like, all right, maybe you don't have, maybe that's not really your wheelhouse. Let's take your opinion with a grain of salt. But if you got an opinion on bar- on barbecue, Dave, that is a valid opinion in this world. Dude, I've traveled. Been in- You've eaten yeah. a lot of plate. You make it yourself. Yeah, 
I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not pretending to be the end all, but I've been cooking barbecue, well, smoking barbecue for over 20 years, and I've been eating it with a discerning palate for about 35 years. <laughs> so I know what the fuck I'm talking about a little bit on this topic, and this is they, just absolute garbage. They look like smoke wings on the website. These were but, just... That's generic, the generic, generic grill. Fuck! There's no smoke. I didn't taste any smoke. Sometimes you know that that's the first thing. That's the first thing on the report card is the smoke. Can I taste the yeah. smoke? You know, or if Did I'm you there see in them person, smoking them anywhere? Like, wouldn't they, you see like wouldn't they have to do that outside or like under it, a? I got delivery, so that's yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say that's the eye test. Like if I'm at the actual brick and mortar, then yeah, you, you, you know, that. And I've been there a dozen times where I go to a barbecue place. Hmm, you're in a strip mall. I don't see a smoke. I don't see smoke coming out from the back or the front. I don't know how many times too. I, this is also the the litmus test. You just ask the server or the bar to anybody. Hey, what kind of mm. wood do you guys use? I've had yeah. that several times. They're like, oh, I'm like, dude, you're a, like. Again, if you're running to train up your staff, hey guys, if anybody asks, we use hickory wood, or we use oak, or we use white oak, or we use, you know, people, you know, this is barbecue. People who really care about barbecue are going to want to know the answers to these questions. And again, it's not like <laughs> I just, I, I deal with this all the time. Like, I, I didn't just grab some random guy on the street and go, hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You work here. You, you guys sell barbecue. You are a barbecue establishment. No. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, just does, absolute I'm, garbage. I'm reading the about on this re- on the on the website, and it does seem like this was crafted for a Hollywood, yeah, like an LA crowd that would mm-hmm. not. They didn't. Ex- this place did not expect old Dave Stone to come rolling in. Yeah, not on my this watch. Place buddy. Was, this place wasn't ready. And also, hey, the, I appreciate the BBSD. People. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate people giving me recommendations about, you know, I, I love, as much as I travel, I love knowing where to go and what, but when you're pitching me on your local barbecue spot, uh, telling me mm. that they, quote, make their own sauce, not a big selling point. I should fucking hope so. Ooh, <laughs> you make your own sauce? No shit. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Any fucking halfwit can make barbecue sauce. <laughs> You're, you're you're doing this is a business that sells barbecue. I should hope you make your own fucking sauce. But, but we throw some famous Daves on it for that extra zing. <sighs> but yeah, so what? Just, and, so so bad or just did not live up to the hype. Just like not not worth, not, not, inet, not inedible, but not like. Well, not inedible. It, it wasn't inedible, but it was not barbecue. It was, and and, and I, I'm hoping. That maybe they had a, a new employee running the pit, or yeah. maybe they're having some issues with their smoker. You know, I, I'm assume, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that they have some sort of setup. But like I said, if that's the case, then you need to recalibrate your shit because I literally, and I'm not exaggerating, I could not taste any any smoke, and that is the number one component to barbecue is you gotta taste that fucking smoke or else it's any idiot can just throw a pork shoulder in the oven 
And I and then that's fine too. Like I don't mind some. You know, I cook at home all the time. I don't have access to my smoker right now, but I'm also not overcharging people for quote unquote barbecue. Ugh. There's another I'm like. Look, there's a place. I'm in just Memphis. looking it up now. I'm just researching it now and seeing. Legendary spot in Memphis, uh, Charlie Vargas's Rendezvous. Oh, best barbecue, mm. best rib. They're known for their ribs, and in their defense, they don't have barbecue in their name. But boy, you Google best barbecue in Tennessee or in the South, they're going to show up on most of the list. They 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 cook their ribs over charcoal. There's no smoke. Ugh. It's just like, what's the fucking point? I'm sorry that these are the things that I get upset about, especially with everything that's going on in the world, but just come on, man. You're charging I mean, premium L.A. prices for lukewarm, we got, mediocre uh, I, only slop. To, I only had to scroll down a little bit to find a two-star review on the old Yelp page. Now, Dave, but, Dave, do you think that there's any, like, if, I, if it was food that I was excited about, Mm-hmm. I for I would not get a Postmates or something like that, especially something that you know can't it like keep yeah. cooking or kind of like well, like does but also it's not that far from you. But especially Postmates, man, if you are trying to enjoy that food, do not rely on somebody else who's trying to pick up five other deliveries and drive around a city to get you your food on time. Like no, that, I get that, I get that, but I'm not complaining that the food was cold or that it was late. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. That I can deal with. That I expect with Postmates. But uh, what, did the driver make a wrong turn and all the smoke fell out of the bag? (laughs) Well, I was just like, could that amount of time do that to something like barbecue? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and I totally understand. Stuff congeals or when stuff gets cold, it like affects the flavor and not just the temperature. Yeah, and I take that into consideration. But that was not the issue here. The issue here was... That whoever, either whoever smoked this barbecue didn't know what the fuck they were doing, or they're passing off oven roasted meats and grilled chicken wings as barbecue. So, somebody else is pointing out that, uh, not, I mean, again, grain of salt with the, especially when somebody's an elite Yelp reviewer, like, oh, God, thank you for your service. Um, But I guess this guy's making a note that it was good when the guy who ran the place was like on hand, and then after the mm-hmm. pandemic, he was not on hand, and that's where the food took a took a turn. Well, handle your shit, dude. Run your business. Yeah, especially if you stay. You know, the, the, the barbecue is about reputation, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will not you be ever, going back. You ever throw down on one of those contests, Dave? You think you, that's in your wheelhouse? Oh yeah, I would love to. I, I haven't, but uh, oh yeah, I would definitely. I, I think <laughs> I think that's definitely in my future, in my retirement years. I'm gonna just be an amateur amateur barbecue contestant. But you like do it now. Do it now, where it's like <clears throat> just to promote your comedy. You come out, mm-hmm. you kick everybody's ass at a barbecue competition, and then your only promotion is like you don't have a food truck or your restaurant. <laughs> You're like uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna be at the Columbus Funny Bone. <laughs> November fifth oh. through the eighth. That's funny. <laughs> so even just to really rub it, rub it in, like, yeah, I don't even do this for a living. I got this other racket going on, <laughs> dude. I really have thought about. I mean, it would be a lot of work, and uh, but I'd love to do a tour where I space it out. Where you know, maybe I do a show every third or fourth day, and then on the off nights, uh, do like barbecue pop ups mm-hmm. in those same towns. 
That's That'd what Dave fun. Williams does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a, yeah, I think he opens for Burt and he takes mm-hmm. uh, Dave Williams, Dave Williamson. I want to get it right. Williamson. Yeah, I knew. Williamson. Give the guy uh-huh. props. He's got a trailer that he takes around with him between shows and mm-hmm. and does uh, does the meets. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, it'd be a lot of work, but uh, it could be yeah, fun. Yeah. I... Uh, got another yeah, food review for you. Um, Let's hear it. I, I tried Arby's new burger. Arby's got a burger now. The, I, the I want to know somebody's burger. screaming. I want to know somebody's screaming right now after you just dragged a, like a well-known barbecue place, and then your next review is Arby's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be having that burger again either. I tell you that. <laughs> Dave going scorched earth. Stick to what you know. I'm always leery of fast food places. I, I think Jack in the Box had like a Wagyu burger or something. Like, just fucking no, they didn't. They yeah, said they did. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, just no, you know, you can just do that's cat, the, that's cat meat. Yeah, this did not taste great. This the the bur- like I could definitely tell it was different. Like the meat was different, but it wasn't necessarily better or premium. It just yeah, just underwhelming. And it just felt like, and in their defense, I guess this is the first time they've done a burger. <laughs> underwhelming. You just dragged this other place. Arby's, underwhelming. No shit, dude. It was yeah. Arby's. Yeah. And I, and I liked Arby's, too. I don't mind Arby's, but it felt like um, it just, just the whole thing, the whole process felt off. Like, oh, you guys haven't done this very And they haven't. I guess they're new to burgers, but it just... It felt like a pair of shoes that didn't fit right. Like, oh, you got to, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it just felt like, uh, it felt like finding a, a used couch on the sidewalk and bringing it into your home and like, yeah, this is not going to work. Just, yeah, just very underwhelming. <laughs> I want, These are my I problems. Want, I want Dave's food tours. I want Dave's, I want you to get one of them like, Hollywood sightseer vans and then just be like, we're going to taste some of the best barbecue in the world. Now we're going to split some Arby's <laughs> and then we're going to go over here. <laughs> like, Palette just cleansing. really go for a full confusion. <laughs> oh man, I've said it before, but one of the, just the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever heard was when Henry Phillips tweeted, if ever you're in Madison, Wisconsin, you absolutely must check out Arby's Roast Beef Sandwiches, a hidden gem. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a mom and pop. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, other than that, I had a good week. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Are you, are you going to give the uh, uh, unmentioned barbecue no, place another shot? No, no. Not when I have. Wow. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Not now. If it was the only game in town, (laughs) not when you got Moosecraft in the same town. Moosecraft, literally, I I keep singing the praise. Some of the best I've ever had in the country. Not just L.A. So better than uh, than Dickies. Which one was Dickies? Just the one that's at every truck stop. Oh yeah, yeah. The the chain. Yeah, that's not very (laughs) good stuff. It's not good stuff. But uh, Moosecraft, I, I. I can't speak highly enough. Like, and everything they do is great. The smoked burger, they do chili on special now. They do these Korean pork belly burn-ins. 
just oh so yeah fuck this other place i'm sticking to moosecraft and if i'm if i'm in a hurry i'll go to blood so's blood so's still very very solid not they they've slacked a little bit you know 5 years ago they were the best game in town yeah, but they they're kind of redeeming themselves uh, if i'm in a rough very, place very i'll lick some sweet baby rays off an old necktie <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, uh, there's a mountain lion was spotted about uh, a mile and a half from my apartment last night. Fuck yeah! Fucking In Beverly lion. Hills, right? Uh, Beverly Crest, <laughs> right? Just right north of Beverly Hills. Either way, the phrase "eat the rich" may become literal. Mm-hmm. And it was a big I one think too. That's cool. It was a big one <laughs> walking through someone's backyard. Fucking what are they call? Lions, yeah, what are they calling them? What's I don't this know. Guy P, what's this P? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which which number they're on. I don't think this. Yeah, one they always is, get a uh, spy name. It's like the, the the mountain lions always get like 007 agent mm-hmm. secret agent names, and I do think that's pretty cool. Yeah. What is the the famous one here? The P somebody. Um, I don't. I don't know, but it was one of those names. Great photograph. If you Google it, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen that photograph where it's up in the in the hills and uh, it got. Somebody took a picture on a trail cam with the Hollywood sign in the background and uh, the mountain yeah. lion right in the foreground. Beautiful picture. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a big old bastard they spotted last night. Some crazy shit going on in L.A., man. I, I mentioned a while back the, the crime wave. The crime is getting fucking nuts. First of all, every day, and I'm not exaggerating, every day there's a police chase. Like, every day. There's just a new because I I watched the local news clips on YouTube. Got the little local news section, and I just scroll through that every night just to check in on what's going on. Every night there's a crazy police chase, smash and grab shit's been going on for months. There was a big smash and grab in Man- Manhattan Beach yesterday, where like mm-hmm. literally like a team of like twelve or fifteen people. Oh my god, not the Volcom store. <laughs> <laughs> but like this was like some Ocean's Eleven shit. There was like. A dozen people in matching black pants and black hoodies and black masks stormed a fucking jewelry store with hammers, smashing shit, grabbing it, boom, out the door. Um, Just crazy. And now there's been a new trend kind of in South L.A. uh, for the last few months. It seems like once or twice a week, now they're doing these big things. Are you familiar with street takeovers? You heard about this shit? These street takeovers... Uh. These young folks, these young whippersnappers, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they'll just fucking take over a major intersection like late at night, like with, and do you know there'll be hundreds of people gathered around an intersection, uh, most of them on foot, and then there'll be a few dozen cars that kind of form a big circle, and then in the middle they'll have you know several people just doing do- donuts and burnouts. Yeah, and this goes on for like 10, 15 minutes. And it's just yeah. chaos. And they're shooting off fireworks. Last week, they shot fireworks at oh. the police as they tried to break them up. But, like, this is just a weekly not, occurrence. Not, not fireworks. Yeah, yeah, fireworks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I... It's crazy, I, though, I mean, what's going well, on here. I, I knew when I was there, like... <clears throat> If they got coverage of one police chase, there's, I'm sure there's police chases that happen all the time. But if you can get mm-hmm. good coverage of it, then that's what people tune into. And so mm-hmm. they'll try to cover that for the following weeks because they mm-hmm. got ratings off of it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I so. think it's like this stuff happens, and if it becomes a news story, news is 
still ratings-based and advertising-based, so they mm-hmm. need people to watch, and so they will gravitate towards what's going to get the most views. Yeah. Maybe not Maybe not what's the most pressing issue, but what's going to get the most views. So, mm-hmm. oh, shit, last week, Channel 7 got this car chase on. We heard one going on now. We're Channel 9. Get out there. You know, that's going to give mm-hmm. us some ratings. So I wonder if, like, is it happening more or is it being covered more? And I saw that, but I did see that, like, street takeover stuff, and that seems kind of seems kind of nuts. I mean, yeah. it was, I don't know if that's more or less dangerous than street racing, where people would just tear down a street towards an intersection where somebody doesn't know something's happening. Mm-hmm. And those were the things that always wind up <clears throat> fucking killing passerbys yeah. or crashing and doing that, which if <clears throat> you're just sitting there trying to drift and do donuts in a circle and you hit somebody that's like, it's like if you get punched standing next to the mosh pit, it's like, well, mm-hmm. you incur some responsibility. Yeah. yeah. If you're four blocks away from a street race that happens just using an, an intersection without knowing somebody's doing 100 miles an hour coming at you, mm-hmm. that's a fucking murder charge, whoever was driving that street racing car. Yeah. Yeah, there was a... Right when I stopped being a cop, there was kind of a trend shifting... Um, in the law enforcement world where you had to really pick and choose who you were allowed to chase. And what I mean is like, we called them Mm -hmm. 1080. 1080 was the code for either a foot chase or a car chase. Uh, 1080 usually meant car chase. 1080 on foot obviously meant foot chase. But uh, depending on the circumstances, uh, for example, we weren't allowed to chase motorcycles. So oh, yeah. you, you'd, have a, you'd have a traffic stop. You, I won't do all the lingo, but you're basically telling radio, hey, I'm traveling, you know, code 18, you know, mm-hmm. red motorcycle, sunset at Western, blah, 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 tag. And then, uh, you know, usually, you know, if there's going to be a chase, like five seconds later, you know, 3113, I'm 1080, you know, meaning everybody yeah. shut up, this guy's running. And then, like, immediately the sergeant, like, you know, 13 confirming it's a motorcycle, 10-4, terminate chase, like, you're not going to catch them. No, you're not going to catch them. But uh, also, even non-motors are just regular vehicles. Like you know, if you're in a school zone or if there's a lot of traffic, just you know, yeah. if you now if you if it's like a, what we'd call a fleeing felon, like if you knew that this car just robbed a bank or killed somebody or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. But like if you know, what are the charges other than traffic? What are the charges? Unknown. Terminate. You know, just not allowed. Did I ever tell you I chased a guy 63 miles one time? 63 miles to chase this bastard. Is that, a, is that a chase or just a caravan? <laughs> <laughs> 1080 on foot. I'm getting tired. Uh, uh, yeah, chase I'm down to about miles. 135 pounds, guys. My pants are falling <laughs> off. <laughs> you, I tell you what, this is funny. I, I used to get into foot chases all the time, and uh, this is exact. I, this scenario happened probably to me about five times. So, like I said, 1080 on foot. You know, when, and like when you're listing, when you're a cop, you know, on your beat, working, when you, there's certain codes that you hear go out over the radio where everybody's like, oh shit, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, signal 50 means somebody's shot, 1080 is a chase, but anyway, when you would hear 1080, everybody's ears would perk perk up, and everybody'd shut up and listen to what's happening. Uh, About five different times, I'd go out on foot, like, you know, hey, show me out on signal 54, suspicious person, and I'll give the description, 10-4, and then I'll just be like... 3113, 1080 on foot. And they're like, 3113, show your location. And then like five seconds later, 3113, 
meant I'm back in service, no action taken, meaning this guy started running, and he was a 19-year-old track star, and I, (laughs) fat-ass Dave ain't catching him, so go ahead and show show me back in service. (laughs) 31, 31, 31-13, I, uh, you guys got like a Gatorade or a Pedialyte. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I gotta, ah, fuck, it's it, my... All the shit fell off my belt. I, I don't know where that went. Oh, guys, these shoes don't feel good. I really wish you'd let me just wear some New Balances or something. But it was just such a funny sequence of events where you would go from 1080 on foot to 10813 within five seconds. Because you're like, I ain't catching that fucking guy. Well, t- okay. Sorry I said much, anything. Much, much like we were talking about, like, being too old to be a politician, I had put some tweet out about like, and I, I think I got the size wrong, but I was like, mm-hmm. they shouldn't make police uniforms in double XL. <laughs> but I don't, maybe I underestimate that double XL is still could just be a big active person. Yeah, pick, you'd be a big but, strapping fella. Be, but pick know. whatever size. Mm-hmm. You go, like, I remember being in Chicago and seeing dude on one of like the four wheelers, but like the street ready four wheelers. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker, like, not body shaming, but you're mm-hmm. a police officer. Yeah. Aren't you mm-hmm. supposed to go through physical fitness tests? Like, oh, yeah. If you can't fit in this uniform, you don't get this job. Yeah. Yeah, we had a physical fitness test once a year. Once a year, you had to go. And if you couldn't pass a test, you, they'd suspend you for weeks yeah. on end until you'd go retake it and pass. And then in Chicago, you get a cool Yamaha. Yeah, no, we definitely had fitness standards, and you know, I wasn't obviously in great shape. I was a lot, I was a lot better shape than I am now. You know, I was but back in, in my test. police days. I was I was fifteen, twenty pounds overweight as opposed to fifty, sixty pounds overweight. But I was still, you know, I, I looked decent in my uniform, and I could pass my fitness test every year. But yeah, there was a certain level of like, you know, shaming in terms of like, hey man, when uh, the thing was always like when. Rather than just calling somebody out and being like, hey, dude, you're fat as shit, it'd be like, um, when's your next <laughs> test? You, you, ready for that? you ready for that next test, Stone? Oh, no, but I will be. I'm, I'm all right. But yeah, that, you, well, I, you didn't want to be a fucking fat cop. Like, ugh. Well, and this is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm also, I'm not, especially in my like younger teen years, we'd be in the city skating or riding bikes or something. There's like more than a couple times where you'd see a cop that was so fat, you're like, I can get his gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This guy, you knock him down, but also the other risk is like, ooh, this guy's quick to shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy, this guy, ain't, this guy is not, yeah, this guy is not getting in a foot pursuit with anybody. Yeah. But like, yeah. like, like, uh, like beyond, like, I know some people, bigger folks could have some dexterity or like, Oh shit! I'm surprised they ran that fast. But this is like, there's no fucking what you're not getting over a fence. Mm-hmm. No, no. Like none of the shit you saw in the movies. None of that's happening with this fucker. Nope. He might Kool Aid man himself mm-hmm. through a couple and, gates. And it worked other ways too. I know this is a sensitive topic, but there was a lot of debate back when I was a cop. I mean, we had a couple of, um, you know, I'm all for equality. Everybody should have. The, mm-hmm. But we, we, there was a couple cases where we had like a five foot one. 95-pound female get her fucking ass kicked in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. I remember we had this one poor gal. You know, good cop, smart, 
knew how to do the job, but just physically was just so tiny. And she she got her fucking ass kicked one time, and it was just like, uh, you know, like that's such a sensitive area. You know, it's the same thing with like firemen. Yeah. You you can't have you know a hundred and five pound firefighter. Like they got there- got to be able to do certain things physically. Yeah, there are certain jobs that require a, a level of physical capability. Mm-hmm. Well, was, uh, my buddy's sister was like in the Navy or something and went through all the training, like really, like, like really succeeded through all of it. And she wanted to be, she wanted to do bomb squad. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't, none of the suits would fit. She's too small. Like the helmets yeah. and the stuff you have to wear, those big like neck, the collars, armored collars. Like mm-hmm. they, she was too small to be in the outfits. Yeah, and I think and also I think it was one of the swimming challenges. Like you have to be able to like swim with so much weight, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, she just couldn't pass that test. Yeah, I mean it's just like a pilot with poor eyesight. It's like hey. Other than this, you're qualified, and we're sorry, but yeah. you can't do this job based on your physical limitations. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was always, I mean, that was a sensitive topic 20 years ago. I, Lord knows what's yeah. going on with it now, but, like, yeah. I mean, if <laughs> my house is on fire, I, I don't want some 100-pound weakling showing up with a ladder trying to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get some... And I again, and, I'm aware unless, that that's what if, a what if they're issue. small enough that they can? He holds the end of the hose, and they can cannonball him r- right up to the top of the building quicker <laughs> than one of these bigger fellas climbing a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, maybe there's a use for maybe it's like a real Cirque du Soleil situation with these guys. <laughs> And you get a bunch of them on one end on one end of the seesaw to jump on it, and they bounce him up there. You're not going to shit. The ladder company's not getting here in time. We got to get we got to get Tony up on the roof in 30 seconds. All right, mm-hmm. I need a 50 gallon drum and a two by four. We'll get him up there. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I remember. <laughs> this is a dark story, but. I it was me and me and two other cops showed up on a suicide. A guy had hung himself in his attic, and uh, the two other cops were very small and not very strong. And the uh, the little attic pull down ladder with the little bitty hole going through the attic. Uh, you know, so it was it was a one person job getting the poor fella. Off the rafters oh. and out of the noose, and uh, I got selected to go up and uh, fireman carry his lifeless body down the oh. attic stairs while his dead head kept slapping against my face. And I was Jesus. like, "Boy, I'm glad I got. I'm glad I pulled this duty. Glad I'm the strongest person here." It's good. We put a, good a bag gig. over him or something. Yeah, yeah. Just boy, that's a. That's an experience you'll never forget. <laughs> oh, guys, if you're gonna if you're gonna hang yourself, do it in a garage. Come on, have mm-hmm. some consideration. Yeah. Do it on the ground floor. <laughs> I remember another time. I don't know if I told you this story. It's one one poor fella uh, died of a heart attack while he was jacking off to internet porn. 
and I get there first, and just a naked dude laying on the floor with his dick still in his hand. And uh, about 10 minutes later, his mom shows up. Where's my baby? And I basically had to tackle this poor lady because, like, you can't go in there. You can't see him like this. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, ma'am. Did you at least clear his search history for him? (laughs) (laughs) The porn was still on the computer. Yeah, at least turn the monitor off, you know? Yeah. I told you that. That was my weird scare. I forget where I was. I did it as a bit, but it was a legit... Like, I don't know. I thought I was, like, having a stroke. I was looking at whatever porn, and then I've – I this, this sounds like a joke, but it was legit something that happened. I thought it was – this is years ago, by the way. I thought, like, I got sags. I'm like – I forget. It was like, oh, man, that guy's got a huge crank. <laughs> you was, got sags because like, of that. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, man, look at that. And then I realized it was the woman was a little person. Like, it was close-up shot, so her hand was extra tiny. Right. I think you did tell me this. <laughs> Holding it. And then I was kind of like, oh, that's silly. But then my eyes went crossed for some reason. <laughs> and it's happened, that's happened to me other times, too, where all of a sudden, like, maybe only, like, two or three times in my life, but, like, one of my eyes will wander. And I was like, fuck, I'm... Like, I thought I was having a stroke. And I was like, the first thing I did was like clear that search history. Yeah. But that was like, yeah, that was a weird. There's some things you don't want to be as funny as they are. Like, this is, no. un, this, this happening to me as a comedian is unbelievable. Uh huh. Or it happens to everybody, but they have enough shame and tact to not tell strangers about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What fun is that? <laughs> yeah, what fuck? What, I just got to sit there with this in my head? <laughs> it's, it's material, baby. Yeah, if if people laugh, it's like they forgive me. I told you about uh, two years ago where I, I was in the shower, real steamy shower, and uh, being real thorough with my routine, and uh, <laughs> thought I was having an aneurysm or a stroke or something. And I was, I was just like, "What? Oh boy, yeah, okay." Well, Let's... yeah. Seeing as how you like to uh, Rocky Mountain oyster deep fry your own nuts, I can mm-hmm. see why maybe that's not a safe place for you. <laughs> yeah. Get an app. I'll, hey, again, it sounds like I work for Apple Watch. Get one. They can monitor your blood pressure, and mm-hmm. if it's getting too crazy, they could like give you an alert. Maybe you need yeah. that for this weird, uh, you know, your self maintenance maintenance routine. Yeah, probably. I'm always talking to Katie about she's so clumsy and I'm like listen boo I love you let's just if if nothing else let's neither one of us die a stupid death just don't die of a I just don't choke on a wad of rolled gold pretzels she's always <laughs> eating in bed and almost choking on stuff and <laughs> Slipping and falling. One time she fell, came within inches of cracking her skull on the counter. I'm like, ugh, let's just let's just try yeah. not to die a, a a preventable stupid death. Yeah, uh, that's that's how. Yeah, that's how it is around here. We're both just smacking our heads and stubbing our toes. It's not a graceful household. <laughs> yeah, same.
Rachel's great because she makes the same sound as like what I imagine Kathy from the Kathy cartoons makes. <laughs> so I just hear like a door slam, just like, Eck! <laughs> like oh, oh, what God. happened? I just hear her getting an ice pack out of the freezer for something. Dude, that bit about you giving her the Heimlich. That's oh so man, funny. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a day. Oh boy. <sighs> Want to want to cruise? Want to? Hey, buddy, you want to go catch that flight to Maui? Dude, I'm less than 24 hours away. I was laying on the beach, so stoked. So yeah, stoked. get out. Yeah, get it. Yeah, get out of that seaside warm weather community of Los Angeles and get over to that seaside warm weather community. That's Maui. right. It's totally. It's totally different. It is totally different. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. It's excited, a tropical man. paradise. Meanwhile. You can get caught in the smash and grab going down at the Rip Curl store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you go, if you go, if you go to the beach in L.A. Oh boy! Uh, you can get held up by MS thirteen while you're <laughs> overpre- overpaying for uh, for chicken wings at the Cheesecake Factory in Manhattan yeah. Beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what you got coming up, buddy? Anything to plug? Let's take a here in uh, Portland, Oregon. Faded the Faded Show from Los Angeles. You know those boys. Nice. Uh, that's going on here. That's this Thursday at uh, okay. Migration Brewing, and that's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. They're bring they're bringing it up here. Uh, Mike Malloy's you know producing just like he did with the one in L.A. Mm-hmm. Sean Jordan. I don't know who else is on it, but that's going to be a fun one. So that's this Thursday. And then uh, July, man, I'm just out there going back to Philadelphia, Helium and Philadelphia. I've always had fun there. That's 14th to 16th of July. Louisville Comedy Club, 21st to 23rd. And uh, comedy, my beloved comedy attic, Bloomington, Indiana. One of the best clubs in the country, 28th mm-hmm. to the 30th. Hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. Good times. I'll be in Bakersfield July 16th. I'll be in Apple Valley, California, July 18th. Get those tickets at dumbdavestone.com. Looking ahead to August, uh, Ryan Singer and I are going out for some random shows. We'll be at that uh, Helium in Philly on August 23rd. Helium in Buffalo, August 24th. We'll be in uh, Go Bananas uh, the weekend before that. We're doing Go Bananas like the 18th through the 21st in Cincinnati. So, yeah, going to get out there with... uh, Ryan Singer, my touring partner slash house sitter. He's going to be uh, on Charlie duty while I'm on the beach. Nice. Had to send him sensitive animals. Yeah, had to send him about a twelve paragraph email, just uh, letting him know what he's in for with uh, sweet little Charlie, cutest little pup in the world. But I've literally I've never seen an animal have so much separation anxiety he's <laughs> like katie i mean not not to make fun but like it's like katie has uh, an adjoined twin like it's insane if, yeah. if they're in the same building he is on her lap or touching her in some way like he's just so he's such a needy little fellow so i just told ryan i was like dude this is uh you're in for a journey you you're gonna be attached <laughs> so take care of our little boy about to have a best friend ryan that's right. <laughs> Hell well, good yeah, times, dog. buddy. And uh, patreon.com slash boogeymonster if you want to want me to spill the beans on who the fuck I threw under the bus there with the barbecue. So 
<laughs> I think we gave enough information out that they'll find yeah, yeah. it. But yeah, they'll figure it out. I ain't saying. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, we'll be off next week because I'm not record. I'm not bringing my recording gear to Maui. And uh, nor should you. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Fuck yeah, let's rip it up. All right, buddy. Have a good one. The Boogie Monster. Network.